The sponsor of our show today is CNE Wildlife. CNE Wildlife partnered up with North American Deer Talk. We're incredibly grateful for that. If you get a, a chance or an opportunity, say thank you to them. And the reason is really simple. They have 30 years of commitment to all natural probiotics. This commitment's really a passion for them. And they've established that through university research at Texas Tech. Whether that be their fawn paste, their top score product, their show choice, farm pack, all the various products they have, they really provide a service and a set of products that helps your herd thrive. Give Sadie a call over there at CNE and uh, order up some good stuff. We think you'll like it. We know we do. We've been uh, product users for almost 15 years now. Um, we feel it's the best around. So get you some CNE wildlife today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of North American Deer Talk. How is everyone? Hopefully good. I want to come to you today and chat a little bit about weaning because that's coming up for everyone. So we got, oh, where are we at? August 17th as of this recording hope to have this out you know late late this week maybe early next week so you know we're getting well into into august september's coming soon you know there's many 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 people that have fawns that are 90 days old now um, so that's what i'd like to discuss with you before that and stick with me um i just want to say thanks to everyone for you know listening to the show um, you know, we have so many different platforms that you can follow us on. Um, and I just want to run through those quick. So that way you're able to consume, uh, whatever content it is that we can provide for you on your platform of choice. So obviously we got Facebook, you can check us out at North American deer talk. Um, that's a group over there. So subscribe to that. I post all the shows there. Make sure you follow the servant solutions um, business page over there. If you want to follow the Red Ridge page, that's the, the management um, uh, page that I have for our farm. I don't do a ton over there uh, anymore, but I, I do post some stuff. But for sure, the Servant Solutions page and the North American uh, Deer Talk page. Uh, if you're into, you know, just checking out various uh, groups over there, check out the Deer Farmers page. Um, it uh, or the Deer Farmers Group. That's a that's a good group. Um, I've been posting in there more. I am an admin uh, on that page, and in, in full disclosure, um, but it's a it's a, a growing community. I've been approving people uh, almost every day, so check that out. Uh, you can also follow us over on Instagram. That's Servid underscore Solutions. Check that out. Right. So. Those are those are generally the the platforms that I'm doing stuff in. Um, we have some exciting projects coming on here. Call it in the next uh, 90 days or so. Um, I want to tell you guys what I'm working on. I can't yet, but I promise I'll I'll share it. I'll share it with you uh, very soon, uh, as soon as it's getting closer to launch. I think it'll be a a nice um, you know, like service, service piece or, or product for, um, the industry. 
and it's something that I've been wanting to do for a while, and I just I got pushed over the edge. So um, anyway, I'll leave it at that before I before I get into uh, getting out there on that. But um, yeah, and then obviously we got the podcast. So if you're listening on the podcast, you're like, dude, I'm I'm listening to you right now um, on this podcast. If you can, I I I I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beg. I'm gonna beg though um like the videos like the podcast if you whatever your your platform is that you're you're listening on like apple podcasts or amazon if you can leave us a review and you know it's not a one star because you hate me or or you hate the show or whatever you're having a bad day uh leave us a five-star review that helps get that into the into the feed and i i think with some of the shows that we're doing now and that we continue to do in the future that it's important for those messages to get out. Um, I can give you a perfect example. Episode 60 with uh, Wilderness Whitetails, Industry Pioneers with Greg Fleece. Um, so far, you know, it's been posted for 24 hours at this point, and it's just knocking it out of the park on the analytics. So you guys are liking that kind of content. Um, it, it helps the show a bunch if you can get that out into the stratosphere. Um, you know, we, we do, um, we do work hard on kind of doing these shows and, and, you know, getting them going. So it's, it's important that kind of, we get that out. Uh, if you can, you know, sub subscribe to the, to the, uh, the YouTube channel that that's another, you know, if you're watching now, Hey, how are you? Um, you know, that's another great way. Like those videos. If you have questions, you know, ask them in the comments section, start to get some dialogue going over there. Uh, there's lots of ways where you can help uh, me and you can help the show become better. Um, that doesn't cost you any dollars at all. It just costs you a little bit of time. So again, I appreciate everything that you guys do for me uh, and for the show. Now, on the other side of things, if you're like, man, Josh, I really appreciate the content that you um, you make. I, I'd like to I'd like to help the show. Um, and I'd like to do that monetarily. I'm flattered. I appreciate it. Um, head over to Servant Solutions, click on that membership button, um, sign up for your membership. That's the easiest way that you can you can support the show. I greatly appreciate it. There's a ton of good content in there, exclusive content made just for you guys um, that we don't put out to other folks. I am working on doing more of that specifically in the in the video realm. I've talked about that a little bit. Um, so anyway, that's a, another great way. Now, with all that said, back to the show. Um, so I was like, what, what, what can we talk about? What are we going to get into? And I was like, well, I was having a conversation with a guy today and I was like, well, we got, we got weaning going on real soon. Right. So I want to walk through, um, you know, in our normal style, kind of open, open discussion style, um, a few different ideas, a few different ways to do things. There's not necessarily, again, a right or wrong thing, uh, but it's, it's meant to kind of, you know, allow you to think a little bit on, on how you want to approach this. So if you're watching on the video, I am going to do something I typically don't do, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to share my screen. We're going to walk through some of the documents that I've already prepared um, 
and I will try to be as descriptive as possible with those for those listening on the podcast so you can follow along with with what you're saying. It's just going to have some visual appeal. So if you want to go over and, and watch that on YouTube, you certainly can. If you're cruising down the road or you're sitting on a mower, you're bailing hay, whatever you are doing, I will do my best here to make this good for you guys. Okay, so let me shut down my email. So you guys don't have to uh, worry about that too much. And here we are. Okay, so we have um, the Servant Solutions site. And if you're like, wow, I've never been over here. This is a really nice website that we've built. Um, it has all sorts of resources. I'm going to try to uh, stay in the box of where we need to today. And we're going to focus on weaning and the um, vaccine schedule. So right over here uh, on the homepage, you have this uh, brochure and I've, I've talked about that. We spent a bunch of time on it. I'm going to open this up and uh, we'll take a look at this. I think, uh, I think it's relative and, and there is a, an article in here that um, talks about, about weaning. Um, the basis of, of what we do is based around the life cycles program, right? And for me, when I look at the life cycle of a white-tailed deer, I think the most important aspect of that is the first, call it 12 to 18 months. And specifically that first, like, you know, 120 days. If you can keep those fawns in a, in a really, um, you know, low stress environment where they um, are not challenged a ton from a, you know, immunological level, um, I think they just, they, they perform really well. So, you know, right here on the, on the first page, um, you know, achieving immunity and, and having a good understanding of what immunity looks like will really help us with the weaning process. So I'm going to read through this and, and kind of give us a, a basis to start from, and, and then we'll get into uh, weaning specifically. So achieving immunity, successful vaccination programs utilize both the administration of correct pharma uh, pharmaceutical products and the knowledge and science of immunology. Disease protection is based on several factors, the servant environment, proper nutrition, genetics, and housing. A vaccine protocol is always a key to disease prevention and a basic understanding of immunity is helpful. It is important to remember that fawns, when born, have no immune system in place. This happens over time and is a, in air quotes here, learned process. The process happens when animals are exposed to pathogens within the environment, thus antibodies are created and then stored, again in quotes, in the body for a later time. This process of immunity is done in two ways. So there's two forms of immunity. There's active and passive. With active immunity, the body produces antibodies in response to an infection or a vaccination. When following a vaccination protocol of administration to pregnant does, you are actively causing antibodies to be produced in that doe. Passive immunity occurs when antibodies are acquired from colostrum or first milk 
or antitoxins. Antitoxins are antibodies that bind to the toxin itself, not the bacteria producing it, and either cause its rapid removal or block its active site. The duration of immunity in the fawn is brief, only weeks to months, but critical. This immunity passed to the fawn is important to the health of young animals and is most commonly acquired through colostrum. A recommended time frame for vaccinating your does to ensure passive immunity to fawns is 50 to 60 days uh, prior to fawning and a second dose 14 to 28 days after the first administration of the initial use of the vaccine. To maintain immunity in the doe, it is recommended to administer a booster dose in the fall and a booster dose in the spring 30 days prior to fawning. So hopefully that gives you a good sense of um, why vaccinations obviously are, are a key part of uh, what we do here at Service Solutions, um, but a key part of, of this weaning process that we're going to discuss, um, you know, I, I have, have um, as I continue to, to go down the road of understanding, you know, deer health and um, how these, these animals really um, can thrive, uh, I continue to come to a place of uh, two things, which again, we've talked about ad nauseum, and that is pen density, the lower you make the amount of deer in a specific space, the better off they are just on every level you can think of. And, um, you know, a vaccine program. So that's the basis for um, weaning and what we're going to talk about. So as we kind of scroll through this, um, you, you, there's a whole bunch of, of different things that we, we talk about. Um, but let's go ahead and you see, if you're, if you're watching on the video, we have our service solutions, um, uh, vaccine schedule right here. So it talks about spring and falls and males and females, um, really, really um, a, a great basis to, to start a vaccine program. So the example article that we've included in here, and again, we I pinged on that Servant Solutions membership earlier, um, you know, as a way to support the show. We have articles just like this that we've written, um, and there are a bunch. There's 20 or 30 of them on all aspects of, of deer. Um, so this is uh, called pre-weaning. And the idea of weaning is, you know, removing fawns from their mom, right? So just imagine you have a pen of deer and there's four does out there and there's four fawns, right? And you're like, I have to separate those fawns because I need to, you know, do, you know, breeding or AI or whatever with these, these does. And you go out there and maybe you you know, you run some out into a, a raceway and over into a separate pen, or maybe you, you sedate them and physically move them. Maybe you run them into a barn, a whole bunch of different things. But we understand the process of weaning to be, you know, that physical separation. Um, so keep, keep this in mind. Um, this is a, a relatively uh, sh short article here. So I'm going to, I'm going to get into this and, you know, I, I've, I've, talked about this before a little bit and i know that um some of you you cringe about the idea of handling your deer extra 
Um, but we're going to have a discussion after this about uh, why I think this is uh, at least worth looking at. So uh, the title of the article is called Pre-Weaning a Different Way. If you're, if you're a cattle, uh, cattle guy or a gal, uh, you'll call this preconditioning. You already know what it is, right? So weaning is the time of year that can increase stress levels in your fawns, causing morbidity or mortality in severe cases. This can be a costly, this can be costly long-term as your fawn inventory plays a significant role in future breeding options, as well as consistent revenue streams. So think of your fawns as cash. Traditional white, traditionally, white-tailed deer producers wean fawns between the ages of three and four months. This is a good time to handle animals as the weather, aka the temperature, is changing in the northern regions of the country. The breeding season is right around the corner. During this time period, does are physically limiting the amount of milk to their offspring, and the fawns themselves have increased their consumption of grains and forages. They no longer need any milk from the doe to survive and flourish. When we think of weaning in mother-raised animals, conventional practices have always taught us to pull or physically separate fawns from their mothers and move them into separate pastures, which we just talked about. This has been a long-standing practice for many farmers. At this time of weaning, vaccines, vitamins, minerals, paste, antibiotics, wormers, et cetera, have and can be administered. While I do not oppose this method, I have experienced the better way. As I mentioned earlier, stress levels increase greatly at physical weaning time when animals are taken from their mothers and placed in separate pastures. Many of these fawns are being handled for the first time outside of the initial protocols from birth. To more effectively manage the stress and potential onset of bacterial infection, I would strongly recommend that you consider the method of handling fawns three weeks prior to, to traditional weaning and implementing preventative medicine programs at this time. In other words, Give all vaccine shots to your fawns three weeks prior to your physical separation. By doing this, we are preparing the fawns for the stresses of weaning. As mentioned previously, the physical separation of weaning creates stress. We know that stresses suppress immune responses and consequently will suppress the fawn's ability to maximally respond to a vaccine. When we vaccinate three weeks prior to weaning, we are priming the immune system so that the fawns can optimally respond to the booster vaccination at the time of weaning approximately three weeks later. This approach enables the fawn to develop a foundation of immunity that should be protective for six months to a year when applied with other management techniques. It has been thought that many bacterial problems start in the gut and then transfer into the body during stressful time periods when immune systems are suppressed. It is common for weaned fawns to reduce their intake of feed during the days following weaning. These are the conditions that can sometimes facilitate bacterial transfer. If we can have an immune system response on board through vaccination prior to physical weaning, 
It's logical to assume the problems associated with weaning can be greatly reduced. Probiotic regimes can be implemented prior to weaning to provide beneficial bacterial loads that pro promote rumen health and help reduce the risk in conjunction with vaccination. So with that said, I'm sure if you've weaned fawns before, you know, like you take those four fawns we talked about earlier and you take them from their mom and you put them in a separate pen. Let's say it's on the other side of the farm. Let's say it's next to them. Doesn't matter, right? Well, what do those fawns do? Well, they pace, they pace the edge of the fence. They're squawking the whole time. And they certainly don't eat much feed, if any, right? It's a big shock to their system. And if you look at, and you keep good records, if you look at how much you have to treat animals, right? Or you have animals that die, call it, um, you know, 30 days post physical separation or post weaning, if we can reduce that number down, and let's just say you have 5%, you lose 5% during that time. You know, if we can cut that in half and you can add a couple fawns back into your program that are going to be healthy and thrive and survive, that's a lot of money, right? That's a lot of money. So we want to add that right into the bottom line. And one of the things that we found that works really well is getting those vaccines on board. Um, and, and it's a, it's a time where if you want to do the other things we talked about, wormers, any type of, you know, antibiotics, probiotics, those types of things, like it's a great time to do that. You're handling them. So we'll run a pen of does in, we'll give the fawns shots and right back out in the pen. They were just in with their moms. Now, do you have to handle these animals uh, an additional time? Yes. Yes, you do. Some people are like, oh, I'm just not running these fawns in and, you know, hitting fences and breaking legs and all that kind of stuff. I, I get it, right? I get it. There's certainly a risk involved there. Um, take your time. I think that you'll see that it works really well. So by getting that kind of first round of vaccine knocked out, you know, the, the, there's, there's a response from the body in those fawns. They, they fever up, right? That's the immune system saying, Hey, it's, it's working. And we just put them right back out with their mom. You know, they're going to be able to nurse, even though they don't have to, and mom's kicking them away, but they'll be in their original, um, kind of surroundings. They'll have the lowest amount of stress that they can have. So we'll stress them out for a short period of time while we're getting them in the barn, handling them, but that stress level just right back down. So it's something to consider, um, but you have to plan ahead because you need the time frame, and the, the three weeks is just a, you know, a, a recommended time. It can, it can be anywhere from, you know, call it two to six weeks. Um, I think that three to four week range is, is ideal. That's my preferred time. Um, I've seen that just the deer generally, um, they handle better when there's three weeks instead of two, uh, before almost like they forget, um, or even further out, you know, three to four 
three to four weeks. So um, I think it's worth giving it a try. And we get that we get that vaccine on board, uh, perhaps your wormers, antibiotics, whatever else you're using. And then you go ahead and you, you run them again. And when you run those fawns again for their booster shots, um, you physically separate them. Now, there's still going to be stress there, but the um, many of the, the issues, whether it be some diarrhea or, um, you know, pneumonia related, you know, st stress related pneumonia, and that can be many different bacteria. Um, you have that vaccine on board and it's already creating an immune response, right? So these, these fawns, from what I've seen, they don't go off feed as much. Um, you know, you can add some of those minerals and vitamins in to keep that stress level down. Um, I think another thing that's, that's certainly worth looking at and you can holler at, I just got this new hat. If you're watching on the video, uh, thanks to, to CNA, you guys know they're a sponsor of the show. I had a chance to, um, have some really good conversations with Sadie over the weekend, uh, this past weekend, past week at the Texas Deer Association convention. And, um, you know, the, some of the products that they offer, um, can be fed to these guys, you know, pre handling that will kind of prime up their immune systems, uh, even more make the, the, um, uh, the animals, you know, robust or as robust as they can be. And, uh, hopefully they can handle that, that stress a little bit better by using probiotics. So I would highly suggest that, uh, you give her a call and, um, and chat with her about that. I know I'm going to be, um, you know, probably adding a few things to, uh, feed and or water, you know, leading up to weaning. So there's that now. Another thing that I think is is worthwhile to look at is um, when you actually wean, right? So like many of us could probably start right now and, and be just fine. Um, but there is another kind of way to look at this, depending on how well your does handle and maybe how many animals you have. I, I understand that, you know, this process... Um, takes a little bit more time. It takes a little bit more effort. It takes more work, um, and and I I I appreciate that, right? I I I do appreciate that. So um, if we can handle our animals, you know, less amount, that's a good thing too. So where is that happy medium? Where is that that kind of sweet spot where you know we're not we're not overdoing it with these guys? So let's just say. That we're kind of, you know, prepping these guys for breeding season. When I say these guys, I mean your does, right? And let's just say you got 20 does, right? <clears throat> so half are getting AI'd, half are getting live covered. And you want to do some sorting. So why don't we look at our our cedar in date as our our weaning date, our physical separation? Let's just say it's October 15th. So, you know, count back four weeks, September 15th would be your first day that you would run fawns and give them that first round of, of, uh, vaccinations, right? Okay, cool. We can do that. So we do that on September 15th. We turn around fawns and does go right back into the, 
into the pens they were in. Everything's hunky-dory. All right. October 15th rolls around. Does and fawns come in. Fawns are physically weaned, separated into the pastures that they are going to stay in for, you know, winter into spring and or however you however you do it. And then the does, well, they can get their their fall boosters then, right? They can get any shots um, that they need for breeding season. And you can cedar the ones for AI. And then you don't have to handle those does that extra time. That's a pretty good way to look at it. Now, the only thing that um, may be an issue with that is to assess the health of your fawns. Now, some people, they have to run a little bit tighter ship, okay? I, I, would, I would guess that, you know, some of that has to do with space probably. Um, but there may be a time where the um, kind of the immunity that the does are passing on to the fawns is waning and the fawns are trying to develop immune systems. So let's just call that somewhere between, you know, 60 and 120 days old. Now, some folks may need to wean starting at 75 days old and then wean at, you know, 90, 95, 100 days, right? So those, those two shots because their fawns are exhibiting symptoms of, you know, some sort of bacterial pneumonia. That's typically what we see. We, we shift from, from uh, you know, digestive issues or entric issues um, into pneumonias and abscesses and things like that. So that's, that's also something to, to consider, you know, do you have to, do you have to contend with fawns getting sick in between, you know, when they can be weaned and when you're actually weaning, um, if you wean too early, um, let's just say you wean at, you know, 75 days and, and then again at a hundred, um, so let's just say, I'm, I'm going to run some some math in my head, so bear with me. Let's just say, yeah, May 15th, fawns, August 15th, those guys are 90 days old. So, you know, July, let's just say last week of July, you run them, you run fawns and does, you give first round of shots, you physically wean somewhere, you know, between August 15th and September 1st. Um, you may have to do an additional booster on those fawns, depending on the health, like everything, you just have to kind of work your health program. You may have to do a, a, a booster shot on those fawns, you know, come uh, December. We've, we've done that before, you know, whether you're trying to break disease cycle or you just want to, you want to have like a, just a, a good established immune system uh, running through uh, the winter months, you know, everybody's winter is a little different. Um, but that, that could be somewhere in between, you know, November, or December. Um, again, those are, these are all options, right? But, um, I think it's, it's important to look at this weaning process as kind of a, a, a starting off point for, you know, the adult, the adult life of these animals. So from, a 
from a management standpoint, outside of your initial fawning protocols, you have this gap in time, right? And that gap in time, that gap in time ends up, um, you know, being a, a time where you, you just don't handle these guys, you know, you don't, they're just, they're, they're hard to handle, you know, it's incredibly hard to, to handle, uh, you know, a fawn that's anywhere from three weeks old to three months old, um, until they get a little bigger. And then obviously, you know, you have, you have some more options. So, um, I will link in the uh, show notes here to the weaning article. We have, I think we have that on our site. If not, I'll just link to the book. You guys can, can dig through there. It's, it's down a little bit. And obviously the achieving immunical immunity, immunical, great. The achieving immunity article is in there as well, but I, I think it's worthwhile to, to look, you know, look at this kind of big picture. You have to make some assessments. Some people are just anti-handling of those deer. I'm, you know, like I had some people like they, I feel like they get mad at me. They're like, I'm not handling any deer. They break a leg or whatever. And like, again, it's not for everyone. I just think that um, there's other ways to look at this. And if it's a, if it's a fit for your farm and I know it's a fit for many, um, because it, it has benefits, right? There's just, there's, there's a cost calculation to all this. Um, and so start, start looking at that and, and try to, try to maybe make a, you know, a little bit more informed decision. So anyway, I'll link to the, uh, I'll link to those, to the, to the book there with, you know, our, our brochure book with those articles. And, um, you know, if you want to, if you want to discuss that a little further, uh, you can, again, the vaccine schedules in there too. Um, it's a general vaccine schedule. Uh, we, we would love it if you, um, used our products, our PV2 and EV1. We think that they work really well. We have many, 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 uh, people that use them and, um, they use them kind of as I've, I've discussed them again, everybody has a little, um, different way of, of, of doing that as far as their timings and stuff, but I'm happy to kind of talk through an assessment of your farm, um, do that initial herd health consult for you. Um, and then, you know, perhaps set up a, a vaccine program. The other, um, I guess the other thing with this is, is it's August 17th, uh, weaning's upon us. If you don't have your vaccines, I highly recommend that you get them. Um, if you're, if you're interested in working with us, you know, it takes a week or two to, to get everything set up and, uh, work through that process. We, we do have vaccine, uh, in stock now and, and, uh, we're just kind of finishing up our, our summer shipment. So all of our clients, they have their vaccines, everything's good to go. There's nothing, you know, out of stock back order that they can't get. And, um, you know, everybody's, everybody's set up for their, their fall vaccines. Uh, so they have them. So if that's something that interests you, um, you can holler at me 844-478-2870. Um, I hope everybody has, um, you know, a good couple of weeks here, uh, coming out of summer. Everybody's like the guys in the South are like coming out of summer. What are you talking about? It's a hundred degrees every day. Well, I don't mean to burst everybody's bubble, but it was like 70 degrees here as a high overcast. We got a little sun right now, but like it is really, really nice. We've been getting a little bit of rain. I've told you guys how dry it was. 
and um, I'm starting to see little bits of green pop up in the pasture. Um, the pastures got pretty burnt up this summer. Um, I'm going to have to do a little work here this fall, which sounds good to me. I like being outside. Um, with that, again, appreciate all of you. Like, subscribe, share, get the word out. Hope you enjoyed the episode. And as always, stay tuned for another episode of North American Deer Talk. <laughs>